thank you for visiting 32 Kings Road with the League Ambassadors. I'm Kenny Ken Ken, and I'm happy to be here with my brothers with today. With my brothers. With my <laughs> brothers. Uh, this is episode eight of our vodcast, 32 Kings Road. And in the episode today, we're going to continue our NFL International Series preview, talking about the Washington Redskins and the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, we'll also be discussing some week five NFL, make some fantasy recommendations, make some picks and and just have a good show. I'm really looking forward to today's show. Let's get it going with Ambassador Roll Call. But first, before I do that, happy birthday, Chef Curry. Happy Chef birthday. Curry, yeah. happy birthday. Ah. Happy birthday, bruh. Uh, thank you, thank you. Can, can you hear? have a birthday before you turn 30? Like, after, before that, it's just like, whatever the fuck ever. And he's fucking 26. <laughs> you just put this hey, man's almost, business out almost the almost died on my 25th, so. <laughs> well, damn. Well, welcome to life. <laughs> <laughs> Junior Blue, what you sipping on, baby? I'm sipping on Raider uh, Nation. Fuck you. Baltimore boys, Uh-oh. how you feel? Raiders. We got the, uh, we got the Came to record. Baltimore. Are you on your phone, Kevin? Came to Baltimore. <laughs> and handed y'all an L. What'd you say? <laughs> I said, holla at me when this is over. Oh, no, no, you need to listen to this. Because we came to Baltimore, handed y'all an L. Talk your shit, Junior Blue. So, Talk man. your shit. What Let's... happened? We snatched that O from y'all. Mm, mm. Snatched it. I, mm. I think I think Harbaugh snatched that O from us. No, nah, no, he didn't. That's wow. your coach, right? That's the coach. That's your coach, right? Yeah. So, so it sounds like y'all... <laughs> but that, that touchdown was a real crab tree, though? Three of them? Yeah. Let's, Three of them real? Let's, let's cover everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> and let crab tree go nutty balls. <laughs> Oh, props, yeah, so. props to y'all, Les. It, yeah, congratulations. Win. It was a good game. Congratulations. We have the game. same record. Wow. We do. Check out the big black <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Dad, what you sipping on? Uh, I'm sipping on the fact that after all the sex, <laughs> the sham, <laughs> and the shitting on the Los Angeles Rams. I know, right? They 3-1. Ken- that Kenyon's team. No. It's 3 and 1. <laughs> Not yet. And they lead their division the quarter way through. There's still room the on the bandwagon. There's still room, Kenyon. They're no. waiting for you. No. And I, and I, I, I said, hop on, Ken. And, and I'd also like to point out collectively, we've all whiffed on them. So we have a, com- a combined pick record on our site of 1 and 27 for the Rams. For the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> we, all, we all whiffed on their loss. And only Ambassador Skinny picked them to beat the Seahawks. <laughs> that is it. That's bananas. <laughs> one in twenty-seven. Oh man, we not so the we, only we one. apologize, Los Angeles. No, Rams. I'm not apologizing for, <laughs> for shit. Kenyon's team is no, coming home. I'm not apologizing. Reddo, what you sipping on? <laughs> <laughs> shit. I mean, fuck. After that, I, mean, I don't want to sip on nothing. <laughs> I'm sipping on coaches who do not do what is obvious. Uh-oh. Mm. Talk about it. I'm sipping on 23 carries for 111 yards. Mm, Jordan Howard. Here we go. <laughs> Jordan motherfucking Howard. <laughs> I said it. I said he was my flex last week. You did. You I, called it. He is. Well, he, first he said Le'Veon Bell twice. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I was <laughs> he, joking. He reneged. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I said I was joking, yes. and I said that Chicago boy was my flex. You did. But I didn't have a receiver, so I had technically. <laughs> <laughs> but still, 
from the day they drafted him, he was obviously the best running back on the team. And it took them four weeks before they decided to play him. And injuries before they decided to play him. So at a certain point, you have to look at the coach and say, wait a second. If everybody else knows he's the best running back on the team and you decide not to play him still, what's the problem? It's it's amazing. I mean, there are so many examples in sports across the board where either scouts miss the mark or coaches miss the mark. And it seems so obvious to us. I don't know what that is, actually, that to the casual ego. observer or to the fan, they see it. It's it's blatant. But the coaches... It's ego. Ego. It's but ego. coaches yeah. talk that shit like, we're going to play the best players. We're going to play the best 11. Mm-hmm. We'll play the best 11 and shut the and fuck up after time, that. A lot of times it's politics, though. They look at who's getting paid the but most. But neither one of them were high draft picks. Neither one of them are getting paid a lot. At that point, like, fuck, we, it's the fucking Bears. We ain't did shit since 2006. <laughs> Play the best 11. Like, who, Hugh Jackson is over there playing Terrell Pryor at every position because he wants to win. At everything. <laughs> like, fuck. He, he is not a left tackle, but they're going to play him at left tackle this week like because they want to win. Yeah. At a certain point, what point do you have to stop not playing the best people you have? If you're out there right. keeping track of fucks, that was two from Omar. Because <laughs> uh, we are one in three. Before we, <laughs> before we throw it to the birthday boy, uh, I am sipping on... And we can put a fuck in the column for Kenyon. <laughs> I'm sipping on the fucking Arizona, Arizona Cardinals. And we're not even talking about tonight. It just makes me even more upset when you see what's happening tonight. Okay? We had the we had the teaser streak going. We had the, I gave you guys the Kenyon tease last week. And they, I was trying to figure out where it was going with that, but okay. I'm on board now, yeah, you're on board I got now you. I got you. You with me? I'm okay. with you. Having said that, okay, I'm 8-1, folks. Stick with me. I got three more for you. New England. The line is ten and a half. Tease that down seven to three and a half against Cleveland. Wait, hold on. Hold I'm on. on record with saying hold they're on. going to score sixty-two points. Wait, hold yes. on. Hold on. <laughs> you, you were, you gave a fuck. You were pissed <laughs> off. Yeah. But I'm eight and one. I'm eight and one. Stick with me. Right? Right? Stick with me. Man. <laughs> Stick with me. Stick with me. I can't. I can't be held accountable for. I don't even. I don't even. I can't even explain what happened with Arizona. Like, in before you think or before before you say to yourself, "Well, Carson Palmer got hurt." Carson Palmer played a whole half, and they yeah. were losing at halftime. So I don't want to hear that. Anyway, yeah. New England ten and a half. Huh? No, I, I just wanted you to know. My my uncle called me earlier. You know, wished me happy birthday. I was like, "Hey, by the way, um, how I put in on that Kenyon tease?" <laughs> 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 they got they got my phones tapped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. New England, take it, drop it down seven to three and a half. They're gonna wax Cleveland. Uh, Chicago Bears, Indianapolis Colts. The line is forty eight. The game total is forty eight. You're gonna tease that line down to forty one. It's definitely going over. Brian Hoyer, who. Uh, as Devin would say, this is uh, a spoiler alert. Uh, Brian Hoyer is going to throw for a lot of yards. Uh, both defenses are bad. There's going to be a lot of points in that game. Tease that line down to 41. And then finally, Buffalo Bills, Los Angeles Rams. The total is 40. Tease that up to 47 and bet the under. It's going to come way under every game with the exception of the the shit show in Tampa Bay for the Rams has been an under. You got two good defenses. Um, I like for that game to come under uh, under forty seven. So Ken, that's that's the, that's the teasy recommendations for this week. Yes, Kenyon. At what point? At what point do we start talking about this jersey 
that Kevin has on. <laughs> well, we're going to ask Kevin. Kevin, what are you sipping on? And in addition to telling us what you're sipping on, you want to talk to us about this Parkville. <laughs> oh, shit. Stand up, Jersey. Parkville. You went it's, from purple it's, people it's eaters. The <laughs> Did you say the filth? The Ville. The Ville. <laughs> it's, it's the Ville. Oh, it's around. the Ville. Okay. Oh, respect our name. Um, this was actually my... Um, my my Pee Wee football jersey that I, I still fit. Me. And you're 26. And how, yes, and how, oh, I haven't grown in 20 years. So. How, you were six when when you fit that jersey. Well, with pads on, yes. You look like you're hurting Omar's head right now. I am. Like, fuck. He, it's 20 years, and he's still. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's it's tidy whitey on him, but it still fits. Like that's it, bananas. It, yeah, you, you can see you can see a little nip if you look close. Okay, okay, Kev, what you sipping on, Kev? No, 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 no. Let's move past that. Let's move past that. That's funny. Sorry, guys. Um, no, I'm I'm actually sipping on the the NFL, or as most of us know it now as. But wait, the Kevin, no Kevin, feet. Kevin, why are you wearing the jersey though? Mm. Another L. I'm wearing it because me and Skinny, who bounced out on this punishment, got <laughs> last for picks this week. So. It is what it is. So you lost in picks this because he right. picked the Ravens over the Raiders. Mm. Uh, mm. Yes, I tr- I stuck with my team, unlike Skinny, who <laughs> bailed on the punishment. But uh, no, we I, we finished last. But I think I'm like tied for third, so I can I can live with that. But you I'm lost. Not at the- you lost this week though. I tied with Skinny for last. <laughs> you, lo- you lost this week though. <laughs> yes, if that's how you. <laughs> so he, oh, so birthday. you lost. So where's the hat? You playing games, Kev? It, it's it's my birthday. Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna embarrass myself so much after a loss. The Parkville jersey is if enough. I, if I lose, no. I appreciate that. Oh no, 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 that doesn't work. Dog, he has on a jersey that he wore when he was seven. <laughs> what you sipping on, like, Kev? That's <laughs> bad enough, right? But no, I was saying I'm sipping on the NFL. That's become the the no fun league mm. recently, um, mm. and I think part of that due to the over officiating in games. Um, Specifically, like the unsportsmanlike conduct penalties that in the last few weeks have, in some cases, decided the outcomes of games. Mm. Um, not only because they called it, but that the penalties in some cases weren't even warranted. Right. Like uh, just to, in, in our personal situation, um, we actually beat the Browns because of a bad unsportsmanlike call. And Terrell Pryor, he went up to point the ball into a first down. Ball slips out his hands, hits a Ravens cornerback in the helmet. Ref throws a flag, backs him up out of field goal range, and we end up capitalizing off of it. Yeah. Then just last week, less. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. So you guys should be two and two then? No, we're three and one. I'm just no, checking. we are, we are what our record says. Mm-hmm. Just like just like the Bears are. Yes, so. Dennis Green. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Dennis Green. But uh, but uh, even in, in the Raiders game, Mike Wallace scores a two point conversion. He goes to like slam the ball down and spin. Defender just so happened to be behind him. He gets flagged for a taunting penalty. They add it to the the kickoff puts Oakland in field goal range. I mean, y'all beat us. I'm not claiming, you know, that that right, was I understand. Neutral, But those things have affected games. And, and I guess my question to y'all is, with the way they, they, they shut down the excessive celebrations and the way that they call these things, is it like, when is it too, when is enough enough? Like, when we cross that line where... I think right, I think right now. I mean, if you look at from last year to this year, um, the taunting and unsportsmanlike penalties are up. 220 percent wow. through week four wow this last year they were at five now they're at 16 yeah i have a different perspective on it talk you talk. get you getting paid millions to play millions wait a minute pause 
That is a first <laughs> in 32 Kings Road history. He almost said, excuse me. He almost said, excuse me. He had to be told to talk. <laughs> Go ahead, Omar. <laughs> Verbose. <laughs> wow. Omar, Omar, talk your shit, son. <laughs> I'm going to wait till I'm back on camera. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. You cool. <laughs> really, though, it's it's... You're if you are a grown adult and you're getting paid millions to play the game of football, there are rules to every job you have. If you score first down and they say you can't taunt, you can't do this with the ball, just don't fucking do it. If you cause your team to lose, I don't don't get me wrong, I don't agree with what the NFL is doing. I don't agree with the rules, but those are the rules. So if you continue to break the rules, you can't be mad when you get penalized for it because you are aware of the rules. And as an adult cuz you're not a child, if you're if you are aware and you still do it, it's your fault and nobody's fault only. So the reason why they're getting penalized is because they're idiots. Stop doing it. I don't I don't think Stop doing it. It's no other reason. I don't think that's the argument. I think the argument is, yes, you abide by the rules, but some They're of not the rules, abiding by the rules. Some of the rules. But we're talking about be, how it affect people's games. Right. But if some of the rules weren't so harsh and and what you mean? Silly. It's I mean, not harsh. Just don't fucking throw the ball. The, no, the harsh. Part, harsh is it, it goes, black it goes men further, on the street getting further. shot for not that, for that not harsh, listening. But now, but now we're talking like, about a game. You know, we're talking that's about my point. We're talking about a game. A game. It's a game. Right. You got to be able so to control yourself game. to the point where you don't have to get penalized and your team loses because you're playing for wins. And if you're playing for wins and you do something that caused you to lose, okay. it is nobody's fault but yours because you're an adult. I think. So, in a, I think. I think though. In in a, in a vacuum, here's a fundamental issue. And we, we see this in all sports, particularly basketball and football, that at the beginning of the year, it's clear that in the offseason, they have certain points of emphasis. Mandates. And, and, with, and this whole taunting on sportsmen, like, it originated, the genesis of it is what happened with Odell Beckham and Josh Norman. Right. That was a nationally televised game that clearly got out of control. And we can clearly see as fans that the edict was, you need to control your games. And so we're going to help you control your games by, by instituting a rule that says that if you get two tauntings, you're out of the game. Yeah. I think that right there would have been enough. Right. right. But then they they took the extra step yeah. of encouraging them to actually police it. And what happens in instances like this is that there is significant inconsistency. Yeah. I think when you add that. On top of the fact that the NFL has a stigma, particularly with its players, of really taking the fun out of the game. Yeah. And, to, and what you're saying, Omar, it is a game. So there should be a level of fun that goes along with that. You yeah. do have to respect the rules. You definitely don't want to do Antonio anything that jeopardizes Brown, the team. Antonio Brown's twerking. But it's, it's just it's inconsistent. Fine. And I think that's what's creating the energy from fans is that a lot of things that we saw them do just last season, yeah. it was okay. And now this season, it isn't. And it's, and you and it's and it's heavy handed because you're now adding the element of if you get two of these now you're, you're out, out, of the game. Game. You're out of the game. So you, you know, know, using the example that Kevin gave with the Terrell Pryor, where the ball slips out of his hand, let's say that happens twice, and it's clear that he slipped out of his hand. A happy trigger ref throws that flag, mm-hmm. and now the best player for Cleveland is the out th- the game. The so thing is, this is it's, this is a gradual progression. This goes back to Terrell Owens. This goes back to Deion Sanders. No, I would, I would disagree with that because it hasn't, it hasn't happened. It, let me finish. It, it, it was finish. okay. Let me finish. There was an issue 
And that's where it started. Though. That's where the none, no fun league thing came from. It started then. Right. right. And they knew just because the NBA went through certain things, they knew it would get worse. And it has gotten worse. There's a point where I don't care what you say. I'm I know a you person, don't care what I'm, anyone I'm, says. No. <laughs> <laughs> if, I'm, if you're getting paid millions, there's right. a point where you have to shut up and listen okay, to your but, employee. But it, it, I it, get it, it, it. I don't agree with the no fun league thing. I get it. But there's... That is it bargaining for, agreement. It goes right now, the rules are you can't do it. So guess what? Should they Don't change, do it. Should it, they change the rules, though? It, go, it goes further doesn't than matter. that. It no, goes that's further a question. Than that. they, yes, they, they should, should change the rules. But that doesn't matter. The rules are right now is if you do this, you you, you, you can make your team lose. So tell me, tell me it's all about taunting. I'm, I'm for them penalizing taunting. Was people dancing in the end zone taunting them? No. Nope. Was somebody shooting that at both? That goes back to the but, Terrell Owens But that's what I'm saying. Though, like, yeah, people, but, they re- but the thing is that they regulated that because they said it couldn't be organized and it yeah. couldn't be a bunch of players involved. So exactly. that's already been regulated. Exactly. Josh Norman, Josh Norman did a bow and arrow into the crowd, penalized. Who's he taunting? I mean, that's the, that's the issue. Yeah, but gentlemen, it, it also goes further than that because you talk about the No Fun League. They also wouldn't allow D'Angelo Williams to wear pink. The all year season. his mom's died, all season, because that violates the uniform policy. He could have wore it all he wanted. He just had to get that penalty. Right. He had right. to get it's, that penalty. It's choices you make, and you got to live with your choices. And that, I, listen, I, that, again, that's a fine I, go ahead. between the rules and entertainment. And Josh Norman's arrow, entertainment. Yep. Odell Beckham and, and Josh Norman a couple years ago, that's, that's taunting. That's something you have to regulate. Exactly. But right. I think the NFL has to realize that they are in the entertainment business. When when Steve Smith and, and Chad Johnson were doing their celebrations that didn't impact the game, didn't distract from their team, didn't hurt any other players, it was entertainment. We look forward to that every Sunday. You did. No, nah, that, that's part of, that's part of being a... Fan, no, that's no, part of the game. no, that's there part of the game. There are just as many people who get mad at Cam Newton for doing his Superman thing. That's for other reasons, though. Yeah, yeah. I get it. But they're... This is a multinational. This is a multi-billion-dollar business. Now, I'm not agreeing with what they're doing. I'm just talking about their reasons. Yeah, but the reasoning, that, and I think the problem is from a fan's perspective, the reasoning is inconsistent because you just mentioned Cam Newton. Cam Newton still does the Superman. He still does the dad. And, and it's not that's penalized. Not, that's and not what I'm talking about, though. But it's not, not penalized. Talking about. I'm talking about when we're talking about people who don't like it. There are people who don't like the fact that there are players who showboat. There's just as many people who don't like the fact that players showboat as there are people who like that the players do it. So, it... it even then, it doesn't even matter. Your boss tells you to stop doing something at your job. If you don't stop doing it, you get fired. Yeah, yeah this this kind of sounds like <laughs> the NFL. It's it's more so about money than it is uniformity. I mean, yeah. look at okay, well, what else is the NFL the- about besides money? There's no business on this planet that's not that's not about anything but money. It's entertainment, but it's about making money. They print well, money. To, 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 well, to tie what you're saying into actually what we we talked about last week when um. The Sunday after Johnny Unitas died, Peyton Manning went to the NFL in advance and asked them, could he wear black shoes to honor Johnny U? They told him, first off, they told him no, but they told him if he disobeyed, he would pay a $25,000 fine. For wearing black shoes? For wearing black shoes. To the first start of the See, here's the issue. If, if, if they would have told him yes, you would have had another argument. But is it, at what point is it, do we draw the line between, okay, let's stop trying to over-police and let's 
either pay homage to because those black like, shoes don't affect the game at all. I get it. I agree. I agree. I am not arguing not with that. All. all I'm saying is, there's a certain point where you have to listen to your boss. I don't think anybody's not arguing that. It's a rule. You should follow it. What we're they arguing don't is follow it. What we're arguing is. Why is it a rule? Yes, exactly. Why are you? Why is it a part of the bargaining agreement? The the NFL has already lost the the NFL Players Association has already lost, so they need to win. I don't think they've ever won. Well, that's my point. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like they've already lost. That's their fault. They agreed to non-guaranteed contracts in a sport where they are the number one sport in America. They agreed to non-guaranteed contracts. They agreed to too much shit. They lost already. So they can't complain now that they lost. They gave Roger Goodell more power than any commissioner in any other sport. And they can't. you can't complain about it after a certain point. And I hate it. I want the NFL to let them have fun. But the boss says no. And there's a point where you have to listen to the boss. When, when Matt and the boss, Matt and, the boss and the boss says, "Let's get to our our, our league of service, uh, league the league ambassador service announcement, so we can get out and get to uh, our history portions with the Washington Redskins and the Cincinnati Bengals." The job description of a grocery bagger, packer, or bag boy revolve around a person putting groceries into a shopping bag and then a shopping cart. The bag boy is also required to fetch and stack wayward shopping carts in the store parking lot. You know, like that one shopping cart that always seems to hit your vehicle, no matter how far away you park. As if your car, and your car only, was a magnet for wayward shopping carts. As in the incredible case of Kurt Warner, who worked as a bag boy to keep his NFL dream alive, and went on to be a league MVP, Super Bowl champion, and Hall of Famer, never give up your dreams, have faith in yourself and skill set. This message is brought to you by the League Ambassadors. So at what point is there a movie about the grocery bagger? I'm surprised there's not a movie yet. Disney has a script, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, that, Funky that, Kurt. that's a Disney movie already. Is he a Hall of Famer? Mm. Yeah. That's a super deep debate. That's a super, that's a really heavy debate. Yeah, We are not going to touch that. It's we a, are already know. behind. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> that's tough. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. But that boy good. <laughs> yeah. So and nobody knew it. We want to continue our NFL International Series preview with the Washington Redskins and the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, we began with them uh, trying to identify uh, the three best players uh, <laughs> Gino! for each franchise. Gino! <laughs> He's playing that. Um, today, uh, what we want to do, and this is, I think, my favorite prompt to do of all of these is, you know, describe the, the history of the franchise in one word. On one hand, you have the, the Washington Redskins. They've played over mm-hmm. a thousand games, have five championships, three Super Bowls, um, a lot of Hall of Famers, uh, good coaching. Um, and then on the other hand, you have the Cincinnati Bengals, who uh, have been around for 49 years, zero championships. They do have two Super Bowl appearances, mm-hmm. but they got a lot of L's. 50 years, right? Uh, 67. So 66. No, 67. All right. <laughs> Semantics. It's 67. Paul Brown. Oh, you know what? He left the Cleveland. Uh, he left Cleveland Brown 66. You're right. My bad. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, I've never had to lift them motherfuckers up. Who the fuck cares about the Browns? Oh, God. Uh, Ambassador Junior Blue, what is your one word? We'll start with the Washington Redskins. What is your one word uh, for the Washington Redskins? 
One word is last. Okay. <laughs> last. Talk about it. Let's talk. <laughs> I think this is gonna be fun. This, this <laughs> is gonna be fun. This is gonna be fun. This might be the show that, that ends all shows. <laughs> Go ahead, last. This might end our future. <laughs> you are the last team in mm. American football mm. to be integrated with African Americans. That's right. The last. The mm. last team. And you were in you were what what year did they come in? They came in, oh, man. Like <laughs> late, one of the first like, teams. Like 19, early 1900s. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. And they were forced to do it. That's basically. right. Basically. 1962. Mm-hmm. Got the president involved. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> the the mm. Kennedy administration basically had to tell them, you cannot play in the D.C. stadium unless you guys integrate your squad. And it took to 1962 when they drafted Ernie Davis mm-hmm. and they traded for Bobby Mitchell. But less, but less. Tell them why they couldn't play in the stadium, though. They couldn't play in the stadium because it was owned by the government. Oh. <laughs> oh, so the government said, you know, well, we have these civil rights going on, <laughs> right? And if you guys don't integrate your team, you cannot play here. Mm. So they said, you know what? Let's draft the first African American Heisman Trophy winner. Which he didn't even want to do that, which is why he got <laughs> traded. Hello, somebody. Exactly. Um, they traded for Bobby Mitchell. Yeah, he actually became a. Pro Bowler that year. Yeah. Um, basically, I mean, they just—they're always behind the times. And mm-hmm. on top of that, they're last to realize that Redskins is not a good name for a football team. <laughs> it's I mean, a racist. <laughs> kinda. Kinda. He's a smidge. And then you have Daniel Snyder putting in a um, sending mm-hmm. out to Redskins fans, mm-hmm. saying, "Do you guys care if we change the name of the squad?" Well, of course not. That's kind of like asking Donald Trump supporters, do you care if he releases his tax returns? Mm. <laughs> it doesn't matter to them. Right. They're fine with the not Redskins. Yeah. So they're just they're, they're behind the times, the last to realize things, the last to integrate, the last to Yikes. realize that you can't just name a team and keep a team named Redskins. Red-O. Hmm. <laughs> First of all, before <laughs> you he says show anything. The shirt. Before he... I don't even, you might even have to stand up to show that shirt. Please. <laughs> it says Caucasians. <laughs> Red O, what's your what's your word for? Well, no, actually, what were you gonna say, Dad? No, I, that, oh, I wanted to make sure, that he, make sure a, that he had a proper entrance. The funny <laughs> thing is, the only time I get looked at funny is when I walk somewhere with this shirt on. So what is your? As if they ever looked at somebody funny if they had a Redskins jersey <laughs> on. What's your What's your one word for the Washington Redskins? <laughs> my My one word is colonialism. Colonialism, and why is that? <laughs> the definition of colonialism is the policy of, or practice of acquiring full or partial partial political control over another country. Occupying, I'm gonna say it again. Mm. Occupying it with settlers and exploiting it economically. Exploit, exploit. Mm. I'm gonna say it one more time. <laughs> exploit. Mm-hmm. In May of this year, um, the Washington Post, which is actually a respected n- news um, organization. organization, had a they posted a a, a poll that claimed. Most Native Americans are not bothered by the name Redskins. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> the, the problem with the poll was they only talked to 504 Native Americans. Mm-hmm. Another problem with that is there is 5.4 Native Americans in America. 
5.4 million. million. I'm sorry. 5.4 million. There are 504 federally recognized tribes. There are 566 tribes in America. That's not even one per tribe. Right. <laughs> Talk and, about a small sample size. <laughs> whoa. And the Washington Post is better than that. So the, like, the, the question I want to I put to you guys, because for historical sake, when you look at the history of where the term Redskins originated from, it was actually uh, it was used in a very much benign way. It actually originated from Indians as a way for them to distinguish themselves to the French who were here, who were here long before some people, other people got here uh, <laughs> as a way to distinguish their skin yep. versus white skin. And that doesn't matter. And so that and that is the question I'll put out there. In is two, that in 2015, the White House held a summit. Mm-hmm. They brought in, and that's Barack Obama, they brought in Native American students, mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. You know what most of the stories were? How they got, they get bullied to this day. And the first thing people call them is Redskins. Mm-hmm. And there are, let's see, there was uh, the National Congress of American Indians, the Oneida Indian Nation. These are people who are not asked about what they feel about it. These are people who put themselves on the forefront for Native American issues. Mm-hmm. And they're telling everybody who will listen that we don't want this. This is a slur to us. Psst. Regardless of where it started. Psst, Daniel Snyder, listen. It's about <laughs> where it ends up. Yeah. And it's huh. about, it's about it, it, that's where it goes back to that word, colonialism, where you have this idea in your head where you can bring what you have to these savages and you are above them. And like, it's, it's a simple thing as a name. Yeah. You are hurting a people that was destroyed and decimated in this country who were here before anybody was. And you came in and you destroyed them. And no matter what, you have this national team for this national game and your name is a slur. So in the nation capital. Yeah. So what's 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 what, another thing that I, I found to be interesting is initially they started as the Boston Braves, which they were mimicking the baseball team that was in that area. And then once they basically moved away from Boston and moved and moved to D.C., they wanted to keep the Indian connotation, but there was always already an Indians baseball team. There was a Braves, and they settled on that. So, what is the difference? And I want to throw it to you, Kevin. Uh, right before you and go ahead and introduce what, what your one word is, what is the difference? Like, should this same standard be applied to the Atlanta Braves and to the mm-hmm. Cleveland Indians that that we're basically that the stance that we're making as far as the Washington Redskins? I, I think we really got to open up our ears and, and listen to people about this, you know, before we make a decision. Before anyone can say, oh, no, Braves is general. It's not offensive or Chiefs or, I mean, pick right, a name. Right. Because our country just refuses to interact with people. We have to find out, like ask them straight up without the Washington Post poll, do a real conversation with people and find out if that's offensive. If it is, got to change it. OK. What's your one word, Kev? Um, oh, and, and sorry. One last thing on the skins thing. All of this, all of this talk coming from a bunch of guys who called Cleveland the Cleveland Brownskins a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> that, hey, was, that, was, that was that was that was skinny. That was skinny. Fits. that motherfucker up. <laughs> What's your one word? My, my, my one word is quantum. For two reasons. How about one, you sit back it's... so we can see the back of your head, the top of your head? 
I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. I, I get I get worked up like you I do. Get it. <laughs> I, I chose quondam for two reasons. Uh, one spell because it. it spell it. Q U O N D A M quondam for two reasons. One because it's really close to condom, which <laughs> insinuates that the Redskins are set. <laughs> <laughs> Other reason because it's it's real meaning is uh being a, a has been former mm. once was mm. um, a used to do. A used to do. <laughs> a used to, to do. To bring some some football into this conversation, um, the first I would say, uh, would say in between 19, 9, 1970 and nineteen ninety, they had twelve winning seasons. Mm-hmm. In that time span, they went to four Super Bowls and won two. Since then, from today until mm, I would say back to nineteen ninety, they've had five ten winning seasons. In the last twenty six years. Mm. And the th- I want to say the three the last three times they made the playoffs they la- they lost every time in the wild card round like those glory days are over Riggins <laughs> well, not coming through that locker room. Well, what's interesting with them and 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 keep expounding on this, but to add to that, they literally have only really had two eras where they had success. Uh, the first was in the 30s, late 30s to early 40s, and then this era that you're talking about, basically the Joe the Joe Gibbs era. But they actually still have the NFL record for the longest consecutive playoff drought ever, which was 26 years from basically 45 until uh, until 19 24 24 yeah from from 45 46 to 70. 46 to 70. And that uh, kind of correlates with the fact that they were last to integrate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So they, they they haven't had it, it's funny they've had a lot of good players come through but haven't really had a lot of success. What else were you, was there anything else you want to put to that, Kev? Just to add to how much they suck. Um they actually <laughs> haven't had consecutive winning seasons since I want to say 92, 91 and 92. Mm-hmm. Like that is the definition of trash. What's your one word, Death? My one word is tradition, okay? And a lot of the things that um I wanted to talk about we we've gone over, but um, just to kind of uh, reiterate, reiterate, if I may, um, they are a very traditional team. Um, okay, they are actually the first team uh, with an official marching band and the fight song. Yeah, um, they're the first team to have their entire season televised. Yes, um, that was nineteen fifty. Yeah, and despite. All the sex that Kevin just talked about. They are the <laughs> third uh, most valuable franchise in the NFL. Eighth in American sports. Right. Behind the Cowboys and the Patriots. $2.85 billion. Um, so they found a way to be extremely relevant somehow with regards to revenue. Um, their fans are really loyal, which goes back to tradition. Um, I want to say that they have uh, the top ten most... Um, uh, a fan appearance, um, uh, what do you call it when fans show up to the game? Attendance. Attendance, yeah. Attendance. Top 10 in uh, single in, in uh, NFL history. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that t- they continue to go to the games when they've been that terrible for so long. And like you said, they've only had those errors, but they, they really hold on to that tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my best friends, uh, the late, great Terrence Michael Donahue, was a, a big Skins fan. Mm-hmm. And we would talk all the time about how trash they were, but he wouldn't give up his season tickets. He wouldn't stop going. He would have a heart attack every week. He'd, he would call 
radio shows to ask for people to be fired. He'd write letters. <laughs> he he went as far as getting. He wrote a letter saying it was from me to a a a, a sports show. Uh-huh. Somehow got it read on the air, basically saying how good. The Redskins were and how bad the Ravens were, signed by Devin Johnson. Like he, he went that far. He, he pulled up at my dad's house, and he painted the rocks and the pebbles out front burgundy and gold. So when he pulled up, it was Redskins colors. So that's, he was trying that's to get murdered. <laughs> if anybody else with Terry Pop would have shot him. but What, what were you going to say, Omar? My thing is, it's, it's ec- everything is economics. The funny thing is, if they would just got out, get out their own head, you know how much money they would make? Because they're not winning. They would make so much money if they actually came up with this heartfelt program where they tell everybody why they're changing the name. More than the $2.85 billion? It, let me finish. If they come up with this, this program to change the name, when I say program, I mean like, you know, they tell everybody we're changing because we're tired of being racist. We're tired of being <laughs> colonial. No, that, no that one's ever. Never, wait, no one, no one is ever tired of being racist. <laughs> never. Hold on. Let me finish. Whatever you want to say about it, but they can do it. And then now you have to buy all new jerseys. I mean, now you have to buy the new helmets. Now you have to buy the new hats. Now they're making more money, and they they are also not being racist. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that, that that's the last thing I'm gonna say. I'm that. pretty sure I'm, that that's been thought of. But I think to Devin's point, the tradition with I mean with all with all of these teams, but particularly with the Redskins, is slavery so strong. used to be a tradition. That's a that's a, a fuck tradition. tradition. That's fine. But I'm just telling you that that's. <laughs> That's, that's I think is right now is weighing bigger on them than the prospect of money because they're, they're making a lot of money already. In it's NFL. not like the city's not used to changing names of their sports teams. Oh, that's true. So it's I true. mean, bullets to wizards, <laughs> Indy. Whoa, it's cut. On, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so to to segue into Cincinnati, there's actually a bit of connection between the Washington Redskins and the Cincinnati Bengals and it goes back to something that you said earlier uh, Junior Blue and that was talking about Ernie Davis he was drafted by the Washington Redskins he was subsequently traded to the Cleveland Browns um, and the man that traded for him was Mr. Paul Brown and there are a lot of people that suggest that the reason why Paul Brown ended up getting fired by Art Modell uh, (laughs) was because Hmm. that deal was made for this prominent, because Ernie Davis was a prominent uh, football player um, for Syracuse University, which we know that the greatest, one of the greatest running backs of all time, Jim mm-hmm. Brown, came from there as well. So Ernie was very prominent, um, and he, Mr. Modell felt like that deal was done behind his back. And they had mm-hmm. been clashing for some time. Paul Brown, he is the founder, literally the founder of the Cleveland Browns, was their first head coach. So he ended up getting fired, and then in turn, <laughs> his next job, was to start the Cincinnati Bengals, who we want to talk about in, in discussing one word, and, and I'll get the conversation started. And my word for the Cincinnati Bengals is bust. <laughs> Greg Cook. What do you mean by bust? Do you mean like Gre- statue bust? S- stay with me. Greg Cook. Or Icky Woods. Mm. Achilles Smith. Mm. David Klinger. Mm. Kajana Carter. Mm. Peter Warwick. Whoa. Whoa. All of these guys... Were highly, Did you read my notes? <laughs> they, were, they were highly drafted players that were huge bust. And if you don't draft well, you won't have a good team. 
And if you don't have a good team, you are going to be the Cincinnati Bengals. They drafted <laughs> Geno Atkins, though, didn't they? Yeah, he wasn't first round. <laughs> <laughs> so you said I was in your notes, Junior Blue. What 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 was your what was your one? Mine was, was flops. Oh. oh. So basically uh, flops bus. Exactly. So, and, Flops is the Jamaican word for bus. Same team. Same team. <laughs> Same team. Exactly. Same, Same team. team. Same team. I mean, basically, look, they made the playoffs three times in the 70s. Yeah. Three times in the 80s. Oh, my God. Once in the 90s. <laughs> twice in the first decade of this millennium. Can I go next? <laughs> is mean, that under 10? That is 10. That's under 10? Under 10. Can I, can 10. I go next? That's is nine times in 40 years. I want to shit on another team. Can I go next? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Mike uh, and, and and a lot of that is uh Mike Brown and Paul Brown being the owner, GM, executive, doing and too everything much. else. It's this it's again, it's this reoccurring theme of father and son. Of, it's not only father and son, but it's also you you gotta understand there are roles and responsibilities. And a lot of it, granted, was still in when the NFL was still developing as a product. And so, you know, very much that mom and pop element where you're trying to do everything. But the quicker that you can understand to stay in your lane, you know, whether it's owning a team or just being a GM or just being a coach, I think the better off the organization is. Uh, Red O is really asking to go next. <laughs> uh, what's your one word for the Bengals? Synonyms. Synonyms. Well, we were told that we couldn't use trash. I did say that. Yes, no <laughs> we trash. We were told we couldn't use trash. Couldn't call so them trash. I've been told I, I'm known to go rogue, so I wanted to follow instructions. I will not use the word trash, but I will use synonyms for the word trash. <laughs> and I'm going to read them off. Starting and I, all I did was Google the synonyms for trash. Oh First thing gosh. that came up was garbage, <laughs> refuse, waste, debris, rubbish, drivel, nonsense, Dribble. scum, vermin, scum, <laughs> maligned, abused, and my personal favorite, detritus, detritus. which huh? means waste or debris of any kind. <laughs> What's the word again? Detritus. I'd never heard of it before until I Googled. Basura. <laughs> well, that is trash. So yeah. I didn't use basura. That was the first thing I wanted, but I was like, that, that, that is trash. What's your word, Devin? Mine is stepchild. <laughs> stepchild, okay. And trash. The, <laughs> oh, man. the reason why I say stepchild, and you alluded to it already, talking about how uh, Paul Brown yeah. got fired by right. Mike Modell, went on to actually create... Trash. The, the, <laughs> the Bengals... Um, Kind of as a get back. And it goes as deep as yes. um, he named him after um, uh, his high school team he coached was Tigers. Okay. Um, uh, the color or the shade, the exact shade of orange that the uh, Browns use is, is the same color that, that they use. That the Bengals use. Yeah. Um, and ju- it's just like childish. Like yeah. it's it's <laughs> on some ego trip shit. Um they are the stepchild of the AFC North, even though they have Geno Atkins. <laughs> um, they're in everyone else's shadow. I mean, uh, you alluded to it. Five and 14 playoff record in history. Like, they have 11 one and dones. Yeah. The best, the, the, all you ever need to know about a team is their playoff record. And in 49 years, they are 5 and 18. And four of those games are in a two-year period. When they went to the Super Bowl. When they went, to, they won two playoff they games ha- that year. They haven't won a playoff game since 1990. Kevin 
was just born. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Kevin. <laughs> so I'm going to pivot on you, Kevin, and put you on the spot because it's your birthday. Because these are it's a lot of bad words floating around about the Cincinnati Bengals. And you can tell us what your one word was, but I want you to try and talk about a good word for the Cincinnati Bengals. Can G- you do it? Gino. Uh, I, what you, I can, my second word, because I was going to say Gino, <laughs> is Winnie. Who? Oh, Winnie. Winnie. The so he didn't Winnie even, the Pooh. So he's not even going to history. He's going right now. I have a couple, actually. <laughs> What? I mean, the, I have a couple the, actually. The because ginger is 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 a good word. He's a good quarterback. That's that's that. But that he's not. He hasn't made an impression with the franchise. Right. We he's talked not about transcendent. Players. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> here, 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 go ahead, Kevin. Go ahead, Kevin. I was gonna say AJ Green is all they got to look forward to. I don't care who's throwing <laughs> it, who's running it, who's coaching. Okay, I have a question. At the ball, look downfield at that guy running with no pants on. His name is AJ <laughs> Winnie the Pooh Green. Get him the ball. I have a question. What does Mr. Marvin Ronald Lewis have on ownership? Uh, he won't have much. Fun? He won't have much when they won't make the play, when they don't make the playoffs this year. I mean, because he over. keeps a job. Yeah, it doesn't matter who kills who. It doesn't matter who gets arrested. It doesn't matter what happens. <laughs> he keeps that job. But you know what though? I think a lot of those owners, especially like the the stalwarts, like the Paul Browns, uh, the Rooneys. I think a lot of those classic owners, even the same thing with uh, with the Maras, they believe in stability of coaching. If you look at and, and those are three franchises: the Giants, the Steelers. But that's the Bengals. usually when your coaches win. The Super Bowl or something. Yeah, I it's I, I I can't help but to explain that in the in the way of saying that it's it's that's that's an edict that was passed along from those guys and they believe in that. But also, but also the fact that they hadn't made the playoffs and all of a sudden, what is it, five years in a row yeah. they made the playoffs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the best coach. Yeah, he's yeah. the best coach they've had. <laughs> so, what were you going to say, Dev? Uh, I was going to say that to. Uh, Mention some good stuff about them, but uh-huh. also stay in my lane with Stepchild. <laughs> Let me ask you guys a couple of questions. Um, when you think of the West Coast offense, what do you think of? 49ers, 49ers yeah. 49ers. And, and who? And Walsh? And Walsh, or, and, and Sid, well, I mean, Sid Gilman. But right, yes. but I mean, that's what you think of? Yeah. Well, yeah. he devised that Walsh while he was an assistant for the Bengals. Mm. And when when you think of zone blitz, he didn't have think Joe of Blitzburg, Montana, right? <laughs> he didn't have the greatest wide receiver of all time, though. Yeah. <laughs> what were you gonna say? No, sorry. Zone blitz. Yeah, we were talking about zone blitz. Who do you think of? Uh, Blitzburg. No, about to say it, Steelers. Yeah, look, Dick and LeBeau. Dick LeBeau. Yeah. Guess where Dick LeBeau devised that? Cincinnati. Yes, sir. Huh? But they don't get the love. Because they, 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 they didn't win. You only get the love for winning. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Belichick didn't win in Cleveland. He won when he got to the Patriots. Nobody knew who the I'm fuck surprised. Belichick was. Pinyon mentioned the word stability and consistency when it comes to the Bengals because that's that's what I give them. They've been consistently inconsistent since their <laughs> inception. And we... And, I mean, we know what they got every year. They're, they're going to win 9, 10, 11 games. They're, they're going to have talent. They're going to make the playoffs. And they're going to lose when they get to the playoffs. That's recent history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we're, we want to get into some Week 5 picks, uh, make some fantasy recommendations. So we'll do one more league service announcement, uh, and then we'll, we'll, head, we'll head that way. The first thing people say is, Prime, don't let money change you. Don't let money change you. I say, hey, don't let money change you because personally... It's going to change my wardrobe. 
my phone number, my address, hey, my snakeskin shoes gonna change into gators, hey, my library cards gonna change into credit cards, you know what I'm saying? So don't let money change you, but it's going to change me. This message is brought to you by the League Ambassadors. As as garbage as that song was, it was truth. <laughs> it was truth. Dion said, I mean, I don't care what anybody says. You can say money's not going to change you. He said, <laughs> money's going to change my library card to a credit card. Money's going to change my address. Like... It was it was garbage. It was French for garbage. It was garbage, but <laughs> it was truth because he was the truth, regardless of what anybody says. I mess with Dion. One of the best athletes that ever played in this game. Prime. So for um, and he can barely walk now. For our week five, for our week five games, I obviously want to keep with the theme Redskins Bengals. So we have the Redskins and the Ravens. Uh, we have the Bengals and the Cowboys. First, we'll start Redskins and Ravens. You got two and two Redskins. Uh, this is the Beltway battle. Ravens at three and one. Uh, we all were on the Ravens, um, and I, I guess uh, I'm really looking for Kenneth Dixon for this to be the game that steps out. The Redskins are really bad against the run, um, and I look for I look for the play action pass to to be in in effect in this game. Um, is there a scenario, Junior Blue, where you can see the Redskins winning? Since your Raiders just dusted them off well yeah you know. and, and I almost I, I almost I almost long whooped this one too I almost wanted to beat the Redskins keep but it I, there I, Kevin I, I felt like y'all would be upset after taking the L last week so oh, I picked the Ravens sympathy it was sympathy the that's only, what it was for. the only way I see the Ravens losing is if there was this hangover from that horrible ugly disgusting Last minute loss to the Las Vegas Raiders. That's the only way I see them losing. The L. <laughs> hey, to, to to be honest though, I I don't see a, a chance where we'll lose this game. But if we don't get pressure on Kirk Cousins and yeah. he has the time that Derek Carr had last week, yeah, we problems. Yeah, and yeah. and that's that was why I was thinking. I was like, if Kirk Cousins can find a rhythm with his wide receivers, I mean. Sharice Wright, Deshaun Jackson's got yeah. you lined up in his sights, homeboy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, that, there is a way for Washington to win. That's why I thought I about picking I think it would be a good game. Yeah. I just think the Ravens have more talent and they'll pull it yeah. out. I'm just banking on them not being able to get off the field because they're 57% on defense on third down. Who's that? The Redskins. Oh, the Redskins? Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, like, like Kenyon said, they got, what, the third worst run defense in the league? We, and we yeah. just finally got our running game going. Dixon comes back this week, so... Ground and pound, baby. And quiet. Jo- Wait, no, pound. Yeah, he just said pound and ground. Pound and, and ground. The, the um, what's what's also interesting is is very quietly the Ravens do have a top five defense. Um, mm-hmm. you know, even last week against the Raiders, uh, they only gave up two hundred and sixty total yards. The problem was the turnovers. It was right. the fumbles. So their defense is really good. Uh, I think it, it'll be a, a fun game. An interesting fact, I'm sure you guys saw it, is I think the last 10 matchups between the Ravens and the Redskins, they have the closest margin of victory in those games. Um, they a- The average total is about a one-point difference between mm. the winner and the loser. So we'll see. Uh, we got the Cincinnati Bengals going to Texas to play the Dallas Cowboys. Bengals got 10 days of prep. Um, Devin... Kevin and Omar, I believe mm-hmm. you guys are all on the Cowboys. No, we picked. Talk the Cowboys. about the Cowboys. I yeah, I know, I know. Omar picked them. 
<laughs> well, I know you, oh, you guys picked him for the. Uh, did you, wait? Was it strictly an AFC North pick, Devin? No, 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 no. Um, Cowboys are at home. Okay, they have one of the better rushing teams in the league. The Bengals, although they have a good defense, they've given up a bunch of yards to Forte and D'Angelo Williams. So if they stay true to that, Dak has not turned the ball over yet. Thousand yards, first player in NFL <coughs> history to throw for a thousand yards. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. <laughs> and your favorite player, Tyler who? Eford. He's <laughs> is, is out again. He's out again? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think, Lesson, you, you picked the Bengals as well. Right. I, I think 11 days off. They played last Thursday night. They have 11 days off, so they'll be well-rested. Defensively, I think, you know, that is where, that's where the game is going to be decided. It's going to be mm-hmm. decided between the Cowboys' rushing attack and, and the Bengals' offense. I look for A.J. Green, a.k.a. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. To get a little loose, actually. Can we explain why we call him Winnie the Pooh, Kevin? Why is AJ Green Winnie the Pooh, Kevin? Simply pull up his touchdown highlight reel. On every play, he is running down the middle of the field, <laughs> no pants on, wide open, frolicking into the end zone. Streaking. Like Winnie the Pooh. Butt naked. Now, let's get back to Omar. I haven't been, <laughs> I haven't been right a lot this season. I've had some mistakes. I talked about Denver's defense. I talked about Denver losing. I've talked about a couple other teams. I've been right about that man, Dakota Prescott. You have to yeah. admit, I've been right about Dakota Prescott. And he hasn't even got butt naked yet. He hasn't even, they haven't let him loose yet. This was him with the reins. There's a point where they got to let him go. And not if you're 3-1. and one. Right. They're going to keep it right <laughs> where it's at. It right okay. where it's at. Again, he's doing enough to win. And Ezekiel is getting better by better and better by the That, that offensive yeah. line is, is getting, yeah. They, I mean, they've missed. Two, they, Tyron Smith has been out the last two games. Right. I think Ronald Leary is, oh, no, Lael Collins is the other starting uh, guard who's been out. And they're still, uh, the running game is still picking up traction. But you guys said it comes down to the defense. To me... The game comes down to the ginger and AJ and Dakota and Mr. Bible name. <laughs> it's going to come down to offense to me, Bible not name. the defense. Yeah, and I think in this one, it's, it's simply my choice. For, I picked the Cowboys, of course, but my choice is it's a battle between a hot and a cold team. Since he has lost, what, three straight compared to Dallas, who's won three straight? Since he doesn't play well on the road at all. They've lost three straight win because they definitely won Thursday. Yeah, they, they blasted oh, this name last Thursday. They played yeah. Tannehill. Yeah. Well, that, does that count? They, it doesn't. <laughs> Miami doesn't count. Miami doesn't <laughs> count. Did you just bypass Miami like that? What is that about? I mean, they're, they're two I and two. The, I know the hurricane is coming, but damn, they're two and two. Kev. <laughs> your math wasn't even right. Uh, Sorry, it's your birthday. You get a pass. Like you have a master's degree. Fuck, get it right. <laughs> the last game we want to cover is uh, the Falcons. The Falcons versus the Broncos. Uh, three and one Falcons. I think another surprise team. Um, going against the Denver Broncos, who in their own way are a surprise team. They are 4-0. Julio, 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 Julio. Um, we are all on the Broncos. Julio, 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 Julio. What does that mean? Meaning, I I, I picked the Broncos to win, but that's a bad man. You don't Look. think Cheddar Bob could check him? <laughs> Did you call him Cheddar Bob? Cheddar uh, Bob. <laughs> shot him. <laughs> <laughs> don't think you can check him. The newest, wow. the, new, the newest, the newest member of the Plexico, wow. exactly. the Plexico yes. Burrs All Stars. Exactly. Kudos to you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> very, very, very well done. Oh, God. 
My man Cheddar Bob. Cheddar Bob. Should we give context or just let that sit? <laughs> nah, if you don't know who Cheddar Bob is, that's your problem. <laughs> Last week, Julio Jones, he got 300 yards. Matt Ryan, Ooh. 500 yards passing. Utterly ridiculous. Yeah. He won't do it this week. It won't happen this week. <laughs> <laughs> it won't happen this week. It won't happen this week. Yeah. That uh, was like Kobe 81. Like when people came the people came to the Staples Center expecting him to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just can't happen. We got a... Uh, but we, Julio, that's a... Oh, my God. he That's a grown man among boys when he is healthy. We got a sickle cell alert with Tevin Coleman. So. Right. Oh, really? Yeah, well, yeah. I, that was one of my points. Freeman and Coleman won't be able to do what they did. Well, Coleman's yeah. gonna be on a, a snap count. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, there's two ways they oh, handle that. Yeah, uh, you you can either go the Ike Taylor route. Was, no, no, play. no, not Ike. Uh, what not was, play. Uh, it, not, what was the Steelers' safety? Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark. The Ryan, Ryan Clark you route. Go Ryan Clark route, or there was another guy, and he, they just monitor his snaps, like his snap count. Like it doesn't there. matter how many of them they got out there; they're not gonna be able to run. <laughs> no, they're not. I, yeah, I mean, the Broncos' defense is legit. Um, Paxton Lynch made an appearance last week, guys. Yeah, he and did. He was there. And guess what? The Falcons can't rush the passer. Guess how many uh, sacks they have this year? How many? Four. Yikes! <laughs> Yikes! And you said they had a. Uh, Mr. Spin move, he was going to help. The 142-year-old uh, right <laughs> now. <laughs> Dwight Freeney, not so much. He's 143. <laughs> no sex. Uh, you, take a, you take a look at the, the list of quarterbacks that the Broncos have shut down this year. Cam Newton, mm-hmm. Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. the ginger, Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston. Might as well throw Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's <laughs> on the, he's on the hit I list I did as well. everything I could. Everything I could to hate on the Broncos. And, and it... I you can't I'm I'm wrong. Those boys that's some bad that defense is still the same. Defense is the same and and I think it also let's we, we gotta give Gary Kubiak some credit here because he's not necessarily Who's the defensive coordinator? If you're what it's Wade Ray Phillips. Phillips. But the thing is is that yeah. if you look at how if you look at the game that Trevor Simeon is playing, Seaman is playing <laughs> <laughs> they uh which one is Seaman swimming. We're a bunch of fucking five year olds. They are letting him well they're 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 letting him throw the ball. Like they're right. letting him there's no guidance there. There's no and he's and he's rewarding them because they're getting big plays up the field. They have a good run game with CJ Anderson and, and recently Devontae Booker starting to go along. And I think that's the right call. I think, you know, there's an argument to be made using the Dallas example and to a lesser extent even the Carson Wentz example where you can either coddle and protect the quarterback and and preach put an emphasis on not making mistakes or you just let him go out there and wing it and honestly Trevor Simeon has done that and it's and it's been to their benefit they've gotten some good plays out of it and their defense is really good so it'll be interesting to see how far the Broncos run with this but I really think what aids that is the fact that he has um, Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders compared to Jordan Matthews and, and Des Bryant's been hurt, so Beasley for Dak. I mean, I think you open it up more when you have that kind of talent outside. Right, Dak's been you know relying on the run game heavy. Right, Dak still has zero interceptions. Right, that's just who he is. He doesn't throw interceptions. He has the SEC record for for intercep- passes without an interception. That kid does not throw interceptions. He's smart and he's accurate. That that's who he is. Uh, before we get out of here, let's get our fantasy recommendations going. Kevin, uh, last week you gave us Joe Flacco. <coughs> um, you went with Mel Gordon again. <coughs> and then you gave us Cole Beasley. <coughs> We're going to give you one more shot this week. Give us your fantasy recommendations. Start with your quarterback. At least I'm not last in picks. But I got big <laughs> Neither Nick. Neither am I. 
<laughs> I got Big Ben against the Jets. He is going to be wow. Okay, Davis Island this weekend. Um, shambles. I got C.J. Anderson against Atlanta's defense. All right, all right. Run that pill. And um, my flex: anyone that plays on the New England Patriots offense because they're going to throw the ball eighty times. Sixty. I got them for sixty-two points. They're scoring sixty-two <laughs> on Cleveland. Red O. Pick one five-foot receivers. Red O. Fantasy recommendations: Tom Brady. Because mm-hmm. he's angry. <laughs> and that's the wrong person to get angry. Jordy Nelson, I think he's going to get off. because That's getting, a shootout. That he, game's got shootout written all over it. Yeah. And, and the black unicorn. Martellus Bennett. Okay. All right. Devin. I also went the Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. route as all right. well. All right. Um, Julian Edelman. So you're going to get a little double up love? <laughs> the yeah. Patriots. It's the we, Patriots. Both got double ups. Yeah. Right. It's going down. <laughs> Wait, who are they playing? The Browns. The Browns. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, and I had a toss up, so I can since nobody mentioned I can throw them out there. Uh I had Jordan Howard starting and going against the Colts. <clears throat> Wait, hold on. <clears throat> you showing a, Omar some love? No, I'm showing put, me some love. Put, that boy's a hog. I almost put Jordan it. Jordan Langford down. Jordan <laughs> 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 but also uh History. Mr. West. Versus the skins. Terrence West. Terrence. Yeah. Okay. Jordan Howard's going to get more. Piggybacking off of that, I actually, like I said earlier, I like Kenneth Dixon. I think that he's going to have a breakout game. They want him to start. I know this is his first week back. Yeah, he probably won't think, start this week. But, but I think yeah. he's I think he's going to rip off some some things, and they're going to go with the hot hand. I see a hot hand scenario there. Um, working in reverse. I like Odell Beckham Jr. to rebound in a huge way. Sam Shields is out with a concussion. It's a Sunday night football game. And like I said, I feel like that Packers uh, Giants game's got shootout written and on they're, it. They're keeping the goal nets away from him, so he should be fine. And then <laughs> as my quarterback, which I, I teased this earlier, Brian Hoyer is my is my fantasy recommendation. Damn, I like Chicago Bears. I like well, the Colts. What, it's what, what happens when you face Colts? It's what happens when you Colts. You know what's it's, even worse? It's what happens when you face all the y'all Colts. fuckers pick the Colts? Okay, I'm the on, the lone wolf picking my team, and he's going with as Brian you Hoyer as you should. Uh, Junior Blue, what you got? I had Aaron Rodgers shoot out like we talked about. Yeah. Um, Odell Beckham, I think he's going to have fun this week. <laughs> he got to have fun. He, he, gotta, he better get back to having <laughs> With fun. With them high cheekbones, he needs some fun. <laughs> um, who else? Uh, Lamar Murray's out, or yeah. most likely out. Lamar yeah. Murray has yeah. been out for a long time because he was an NBA player that retired oh. about 20 years ago. <laughs> I think you mean Latavius, Latavius Murray, Murray, Raider fan. <laughs> That's my bad. But I got DeAndre Washington starting. I like DeAndre. (laughs) I love this Lamont Murray. 21 years. At least it's not not just us. Uh, And on that note, we're going to get out of here. Let's get the shots ready. Um, We thank you for uh, visiting 32 Kings Road. Please visit us on social media everywhere at theleagueam.com. Visit our website, www.theleagueam.com. Kevin, take that jersey off. Let's go to, okay YouTube, go to our YouTube Happy birthday, channel. Brother. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Kevin. Cheers. Moritz Moringa. We got you back, Moritz. You're back with us. Three weeks. See you next week.